The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. You're listening to In the Corner with Benny Mac, unfiltered. People are starting to see exactly who you really are, and you're a hypocrite. Uncensored. What he's trying to say is suplex city. And unforgiving. The only reason you are WWE champion for a year is because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesday. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. And that's the bottom line, because a great one sets up. Hello and welcome to In The Corner here on SJP World Media. This is Benny Mack. This is episode 61 of In The Corner. Technically season two because we've now passed Money the Banger over a year of doing this uh, this mad show. Um, uh, first off, apologies. It's been a bit of a break in between, but we are hopefully back up and running now moving forward as per usual. As you probably noticed, we are, at least for the time being, not live. got other things going on behind the scenes, so... It's just a case of not being able to commit to that time slot, unfortunately. I love doing the live show. Um, it is just myself on today's episode. Hopefully, I have Tyler back very soon. We had holidays in between, and uh, he had some time off as well. So, it's good. But SummerSlam is uh, very much fast approaching, obviously. And it's uh, shaping up to be a quite in- a more of an interesting SummerSlam than I thought. But um, the next episode, we'll, we will we be talking more about our SummerSlam predictions and preview and stuff like that. And we'll talk about that uh, hopefully going, hopefully be this Friday. So, you know, SummerSlam is Saturday. We'll release the episode on Friday. And uh, Tyler will be with me, uh, hopefully, uh, to sit down and chat about SummerSlam and some other stuff. But it's been a couple of weeks. I have been watching the WWE and I've been watching the wrestling. And I've been, uh, it's been pretty good. It's been a bit of a weird one in, in some cases, like the Trish Stratus, Becky Lynch one. I see a lot of people online talking about this should be happening at SummerSlam. Um, and do you know what? Should it, though? Because it's not been overly an amazing build for me personally. Um, uh, but all, by all accounts, we found this week on Raw, in two weeks' time, we will have a, a match between the two uh, in Trish's hometown of all places. So, you know, the, the crowd's going to be very much, you would assume, in... Uh, Trish's corner, so we'll, we'll see what happens with that, basically. But yeah, episode sixty-one of this uh, this uh, in the corner show, and uh, yeah, we'll sort of go for some raw. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Let's let's. Let, I'm going to talk about it now, actually, because Ricochet versus Logan Paul. I was not really overly keen on it initially, uh, mainly because of the interaction on Raw a few weeks ago, where instead of punching this punk kid in the mouth, calling, you know, a guy who ricochets been doing it for like, what, 15, 20 years, calling him like a, I can't even know what he called him, but it was like, why, but then, if you heard the show, you know what I'm on about, but basically he hit the sliced bread on him, and so just punched the guy in the mouth, man, which this week was rectified on Raw, because they had a good uh, altercation. Ricochet actually um, bringing in Ricochet's fiance, who's the ring announcer, uh, Samantha Irvin, and just the phrasing I wish would have, was slightly different by Logan Paul here, which he, Logan Paul said, it's going to be 
having it's going to be hard for his uh, um, fiance to announce Logan Paul as the winner. I wish Logan Paul had just said, "How's it going to feel when your girl says my name?" Just just that alone would have been enough. For but then the fight ensued, um, and they actually did. Uh, Ricochet actually took Logan Paul down and actually uh, double leg takedown and a couple of punches, and it went into a bit of a a brawl. Ultimately, Logan Paul ended up with the uh, the lucky punch in air quotes, which you can't see on an audio, obviously. Um, but weirdly, after that altercation. It's not been perfect, but actually I'm quite looking forward to seeing how this play out. It's probably going to be... It's probably going to be a spot fest, isn't it? Let's face it. Um, which I don't necessarily mind, but you don't necessarily need... I say I don't mind it. It needs to be coherent and make sense. Not just doing backflips for the sake of it, you know. Um, we'll see. I'm actually a little bit more excited about the match after what was said by Logan Paul. It's made it a bit more personal. It could have been phrased better, as I said, but I think it's made it a tad more personal than what I initially thought from the two. But but interesting. Um, there's been a lot of talk about possibly a Randy Orton return. Also a Rock return as well. That's another one. Uh, even a Bray Wyatt return at SummerSlam. There's a lot of speculation around SummerSlam this Saturday on who's going to return. Now, I read a report um, that was put up a couple of hours ago. According to, now, again, this could be just a good way of keeping the surprise, but apparently Randy Orton is not quite medically cleared for SummerSlam. Um, but I'm kind of hoping that's just like a little, like, no, 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 he's not going to be there, but actually he will be, you know. And um, the Bray Wyatt thing, I feel like, I, I don't know if Bray Wyatt does come back. He's got to Got to do something big, hasn't he, right? He's got to do something big. Whereas Randy Orton, I think the fans just want to see him back. And we did see on Raw this week, Matt Riddle uh, get defeated by Ludwig Kaiser. Um, I'm not going to say clean, but relatively clean. I mean, um, his Imperium teammates kind of did a brief distraction, but the match went on long enough to um, for Riddle to sort of capitalise. So I, I wouldn't say necessarily clean. I would say, but it was a good match. Ludwig Kaiser beating... Matt Riddle, I feel like at some point we're going to have, somebody's going to be beating down Riddle and Randy Orton's going to come back, possibly. Maybe even Randy Orton's just going to come back and RKO him. I don't know. But as the reports, a lot of people, I mean, there's even reports of Rock being at SummerSlam. That's not being confirmed either. But why would they confirm it? All right. I'm not saying the Rock will be, but let's take Randy, Bray and, um, uh, Randy and Bray. Let's just take those. Those are more likely for me to happen than maybe a rock. I'm not. I, don't get me wrong. If rock does turn up in Detroit, oh my god, that place is going to explode. Um, I'm looking forward to the Jay Uso Roman match. Again, we'll get into the predictions hopefully on Friday's show. So we'll we will leave those. But um, I'm not going to lie. As I was leading up to this pay per view, I've been a bit. It's been a bit lackluster for me personally. But as these few weeks have been going. It's been quite good. Um, I just want to say quickly, there is going to be a Battle Royal, apparently, uh, at SummerSlam. The SummerSlam Battle Royal. It's not really stated what it's for, other than it's just a Battle Royal. Maybe a little dangling of a carrot, maybe, of some sort of, like, uh, potential title opportunity. or But, again, it depends who wins it, doesn't it, on what show. Um 
either way, whoever wins it can use it as a bit of momentum, I guess, going forward. So we'll see what happens. Like, it's a good way of getting a bit on the card as well. Um, uh, I guess Becky Lynch didn't. She was supposed to have a match on Raw. It was well, it was made impromptu with Adam Pierce, but uh, basically Becky Lynch did win. But it was literally the match started and Zoe Stark got in and attacked Becky, and so she won by DQ. So the match. This is why we're leading into that thing in two weeks' time. Um, I personally, a lot of people are moaning that it's not a SummerSlam. I mean, I don't know what you think. Let me know at in the corner WWE on Twitter. Uh, but it's just hasn't been a good enough. I like Trish and I like Becky. Trish Stratus, obviously Hall of Famer. You know, you know, a, a a good thing to have on the t- on the TV. I'm not disputing that. But the actual storyline itself has not been. I think there was a big gap in between, wasn't there? So it kind of fizzled out. So it is building back up, but I would hope that at in two weeks on Raw, this would be the last time we see these two in the in the. And Becky's just got to go over, I guess. Um, but I'm not overly invested in it at all. Again, let me know in the corner WWE on Twitter. Let me know what you think. Moving on, a, a, a very good video package was put together with um, hyping up Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey's MMA Rules match at SummerSlam. Um, Again, this came out of nowhere for me. Money in the Bank attack happened, and I was like, oh, okay. I was expecting this to happen a bit down the line. Obviously, SummerSlam's coming up. is a big pay-per-view. But the video package has done a brilliant... If you haven't seen it, seek it out on YouTube or something. But if you haven't seen it, I'll try and share it on the, and on the, pay, on the Twitter page as well. But it's done a masterful job. And this is where WWE shine for me, is the video packages. The way they take the... The um, you know, the content they've got and they put it together in this in this brilliant and the, and the performances by both women talking about it. I won't spoil it necessarily in terms of what they said, but the way they did it is hyped me up to no end to actually see this MMA fight. I don't know. I I don't know what's going to happen. There's a lot of rumors around Ronda Rousey at the moment, apparently leaving WWE after this. If that is the case, I've been a massive Shayna Baszler fan since NXT. And I personally believe Shayna Baszler should win this. Um, again, I wasn't going to get into some some predictions, but just the way I feel right now. Uh, and that won't change. So that's not really a spoiler <laughs> in a sense of, for, well, it is a spoiler for Friday, I guess. But um, yeah, that's one of my predictions. Well, we'll leave it at that for the rest of it. Um, again, we're going to get into a lot more about SummerSlam itself in the preview on Friday with um, with Tyler. So uh, that's the hope anyway. Um, but the video package was brilliant uh, overall. Um, let's quickly move on. to uh, so Sh- uh, Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Tommaso Ciampa via pinfall, the roll-up, uh, while holding Ciampa's tights. I believe both of these men are in the Battle Royal at SummerSlam. So this is a rivalry that's at the beginning. It's starting to heat up a little bit. Um, where this goes, I'm not sure. Uh, Rhea Ripley, Judgment Day, uh, looking fantastic in a minute. Very interesting, which we'll get into the main event in a moment. But uh, the whole Judgment Day in the ring, basically saying, Kevin Owens, um, we've injured you. We've injured Liv Morgan. And then Raquel Rodriguez comes out, uh, gets into a bit of a brawl between uh, Rhea and Rodriguez. Uh, Dominic Mysterio kind of distracts Rodriguez, which leads to Rhea Ripley injuring Rodriguez. So we're building up to that, uh, probably the next uh, PPLE, I guess, pay-per-view for the older fans. Um, talking about Kevin Owens quickly, he has recently done an, um, 
an interview. I think it was a Montreal paper. I did bring it up a minute ago, but basically he's uh, unsure. He's got about a year and a half left on his contract and he's currently injured. And we don't know uh, how long he's going to be out for uh, this uh, this juncture. But he doesn't know after his year and a half is up what he will be doing. He basically stated, I'd like to still be in WWE. I'd like to still keep going. I'd like to be involved with WWE. Now, whether that means he wrestles or whether that means he helps out backstage or whatever it is he's going to do, um, what does this mean? So in a year and a half time, we got Kevin Owens for at least. So whether he strikes a new deal, this is a, a three-year contract he had, which is obviously, you know, we got about, I think he said year and a half. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, a year and a half. Uh, left. So, w- is he going to stay with WWE? We've got a bit of time. Hopefully he does. I think we, since the uh, the the uh, Triple H sort of era has kind of kicked in, we're starting to see not just KO, a few uh, uh, ladies and gents in WWE getting more opportunities or at least more TV time, a bit more uh, pushing. It's been a bit up and down with the women's division in the tag team style uh, thing, but the overall the women's division in terms of the main titles, I think have got a lot better. It also seems like the brand split is once again, kind of null and void. I think it was just a good way of getting the world heavyweight championship implemented again. Uh, Dominic Mysterio is floating all over. He's been on, on one in one week last week, Rey Mysterio main event in raw main event in NXT and main event in SmackDown. Uh, for those who don't know, Dominic Mysterio is now the North American NXT North American champion. Um, the booze that guy gets. Again, we'll talk more about this on the Friday show, but doing really well. Uh, but quickly back to Kevin Owens is what I was actually talking about. Again, we don't know how long he's going to be out for. Um, and also the next year and a half um, is going to be, he said, I'm go- I just want to focus and enjoy and everything as, uh, as much as you can. Uh, he says there's not really a worry about winning a title or main event in WrestleMania or any of that stuff anymore, which is the dreams that everybody has because I've been so blessed and gotten to do all of that. So I just want to have fun and want to give people fun times to remember me by. So he's not necessarily, he's not, he's not in a place where, based on that interview, he's not in a place where he's like, I must be the champion. I must be this. He wants to have fun. And do you know what I find? If we take Brock Lesnar for a second, Brock Lesnar is seems to be outside looking in having and it's been st- and he's been say, said by others uh in interviews at least that he seems to be having a lot more fun this time around okay his schedule is completely different to what KO's is when he's uh fully um when he's fully healed but what I'm getting at is that when people are happier people are having fun in their job then to them, it's not work. Obviously, wrestling, you could argue whether it's work. It's a lot of uh, grueling days. I don't dispute that at all. Um, it's not a real job, as some people will say. I think it is. It's a full time. You're on all the time. You've got to be fit. You've got to be ready. You've got to be, you know, so I'm not saying that. But my point is when people are having fun and I find the wrestlers and entertainment, not just wrestling, entertainment in general, when people are having fun with it, it comes across to the to the audience and it's a lot more enjoyable viewing. So actually him having this much fun, hopefully going forward once he's back, will actually endear him to a lot more people, which could actually push him back to that main event level. And if that makes any sense, I hope that makes sense. It does in my head. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's coming out verbally correct, you know. Um, 
probably one of the matches of the of the, of the night for Raw this week. Um, Gunther versus Chad Gable did a five minute challenge, and Gunther was saying I could beat you in less than five minutes. So they did a five minute match. Uh, Chad Gable essentially won, handed Gunther a loss technically, but Gunther uh, informed this match wasn't over, and it went on for a bit longer and for another probably five, seven, eight minutes, something like that. A uh, really good match. Really enjoyed. It. I'd like to see. I can see Chad Gable. I think Chad Gable's a freaking brilliant person. I mean, Tyler talk about him all the time. He's the stuff that guy can do is brilliant, and I think we've yet to see the best of him. And but uh, it was a nice little. Sh- it was a nice showing from Chad Gable. Ultimately, Gunther did defeat Chad Gable. Gunther is obviously defending the Intercontinental Championship at SummerSlam against Drew McIntyre. Um, Looking forward to that replay. Uh, again, we'll leave the re- predictions for the Friday show. But I really enjoyed the match. Um, it, it, I'm not going to say it was like it wasn't like a 20 minute, 25 minute, 30 minute freaking barn burn or anything. But it was a good match, and I enjoyed it. And I always enjoy watching Chad Gable have a match. And I, it's hard to see him having, at least at the moment, a bad match with anybody. But him versus Gunther as good prospects going forward could. I could actually see Chad Gable beating Gunther. Um, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just, it, you know, the the submission side of it, the wrestling side of it, the chops. Just it could be an absolute. I think again, Gunther's somebody who can have a pretty damn good match with anybody as well. So interesting going forward. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Alpha Academy. I'm enjoying what they're doing at the moment with uh, Maxine Dupree and Otis and stuff. I'm actually enjoying the Alpha Academy. So we want to see a bit more success for them. Whether we're going to see more. I'm surprised Maxine Dupree at first felt like it was going to be, she was going to be the the wedge between those two and that those two were going to um, maybe go their separate ways and have a bit of a feud and then move on. But they haven't done that. So whether that's going to be a thing down the line, I don't know. But I, I do enjoy Chad Gable in the ring. He's like a mini Kurt Angle. <laughs> I hope that's a compliment <laughs> to me personally. Uh, main event was Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn. Taking on the Judgment Day in uh, Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio. We did have um, Rhea and uh, Dominic ringside. Um, there was a good moment between uh, Damian Priest had Seth Rollins down and called for Finn Balor to give him the briefcase. And Finn Balor hesitated, 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 then went, yeah, hit the briefcase and then handed it over. By the time he handed it over, uh, Sami Zayn got involved, and then it just all broke down. Dominic took a great bump off the, uh, off the. Uh, I think it was the briefcase actually flew back. It's almost like a rock taking a stunner type thing. It was quite funny. Um, the hesitation cost Priest and Mysterio ultimately, as Rollins was able to take out both men before Zayn uh, took out Balor, and then the setup to the finish, which was a curb stomp, and we have Finn Balor versus. Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. I the Money in the Bank briefcase. I th- I I honestly believe is going to play a key component this weekend. Again, we'll talk about that on Friday. Um, I'm actually more excited now about Brock versus Cody. This is the third time the vi- again the video package this week from WWE was and there's a brand new song as well, which I really liked. I've never heard it before. Uh, I say it's a brand new song. It came out this year anyway, but it's called Daylight. Uh, by David Kushner. Uh, so David, K-U-S-H-N-E-R, and it's called Daylight. And if you haven't seen the promo, again, I recommend it. The the 
Sonia, Sonia, the Shayna Baszler, and the uh, Ronda preview, the the promo video was really good, and so was the Brock versus uh, Cody. Brock was in the ring. Cody came down, and ultimately Brock just uh, well, Cody tried to jump Brock. It backfired and Brock had left uh, Cody laying again, so making Cody look like he's got no chance uh, for SummerSlam. Uh, moving forward, I would like to think that uh, Cody's going to win this. Again, we'll talk about that more more the week uh, on Friday before SummerSlam comes out here on SGP Raw Media. Um, that's about it, really, to be honest, ladies and gents. A quick podcast, just say hello again. I hope you're all doing well. A lot more coming, obviously. Uh, hopefully Friday follow the show at in the corner WWE on Twitter follow the uh, the podcast network at SJP world media on Twitter Facebook and all that um, it's good to be back uh, 61 episodes now uh, technically season two of this uh, mad <laughs> mad thing uh, we'll bring a lot more obviously we're back to sort of recording at the moment because as I said at the top of the show if you weren't uh, for some reason you didn't hit play at the beginning I don't know why you wouldn't do that <laughs> it's weird um, but yeah, we're going forward, going back to sort of, I'm, you know, at least a Wednesday, an episode will come out and I'm hoping to do a lot more anyway, as I said, uh, we're going to hopefully going to move forward, do some Patreon stuff on Benny Matt productions as well. Um, diving more into rumors and stuff like that. Uh, but mainly, like I said, on SJP war media, um, hopefully doing another project soon as well. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, ladies and gents. I can't really give you much more than that. Will Randy Orton return? Will Bray Wyatt return? Will Rock be at SummerSlam this Saturday? Unlikely. I would say there's more chance of Randy and um, Bray possibly returning. But Bray needs a good showing. If he does return, he needs a good showing. He needs to move forward. And we need to see Bray like undefeated for three, four months and him absolutely dominate for a while, and whether that leads into a title shot, whether that leads into something else, I don't know. But if they do, if Bray Wyatt is back and he's healthy, he just needs to move forward with a lot of wins, doesn't he? Uh, Randy Orton would be amazing to see Randy Orton back in Detroit. Um, I'm more excited for Randy Orton's return, to be honest. If The Rock does come out, don't get me wrong, like I said, if The Rock does come out, it would be absolutely, that place would go bananas. And I assume, I mean... I didn't touch upon it. I'm, I'm assuming the Jay Roman match is the main event. Now, they keep advertising this pay-per-view like several main events. Now, they're all main event worthy. But let's face it, no matter what show you're on, if you're the last match on the card, you are the main event, aren't you? So I never will agree with this multi. But I understand it's to sell the pay-per-view, isn't it, in the PLE? So anyway, this is Benny Mac. This is SJP World Media. This is In The Corner. Follow us at In The Corner WWE on Twitter. And we'll see you again, hopefully, on Friday. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.